Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet Field CISO team focusing on the cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risk. I'm your host, Renee Tarrant, Fortinet's Deputy CISO, and today we're talking with Jonathan Windewey, Fortinet Strategy and Service Relations Program Leader, and he's talking about the cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risk within service providers. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, Renee, thanks for having me here. So let's talk about risk and the evolution of cybersecurity's focus to risk management. How is this reflected in the challenges facing service providers? Sure. So, so you know, we're, we're definitely the object of the exercise in cybersecurity today is, is risk management. We're not really talking about a hermetically sealed environment. We're not even talking about compliance. We're really talking about the ability to d- identify and manage risk to a reasonable level to care for service providers. You know, it's beyond just cyber risk, and I think this is reflected in things like NIST 2.0 that, you know, we're thinking about more about governance, we're thinking about supply chains, we're thinking about physical risks, we're talking about financial risks. And so for service providers, for their own organizations, it's now about managing a broad spectrum of risk, and the CISO's responsibilities are certainly expanding in that regard. But at the same time, for their customers, um, it's ensuring ultimately the ability to have consistent networking, security, and computing operations for their customer sets. So I, I think the a more, more holistic approach to our risk management now is the biggest challenge for uh, service providers. I, I think we're finally getting to that realization that cybersecurity really is a multi-dimensional operating domain. And as such, um, it's managing a broader spectrum of risk. I think that's the biggest challenge right now. Absolutely. You know, and complicating that is, you know, analysts forecast that network security will top 188 billion this year. Yeah. What's the state of cybersecurity and what are the implications for service providers? Yeah, sure. So it, it's in many ways, are, are the only consistent things about cybersecurity have been every year it gets worse and every year we spend more. And there are four data points that sort of frame my perspective. The, the first is this, this idea that right now uh, some... 99% of all the vulnerabilities exploited were known for at least a year. The second one is that 83% of all the data breaches were caused by simple human error. And this stuff comes out of uh, Portagard Lab, their own research. It's just about every reputable research board in the industry. Uh, the third is that the single largest source of disruptions in the cloud are misconfigured public services. And, and I think this is really, really the, uh, illustrative of where we are in cybersecurity because there's a maturity curve in cybersecurity that begins with blind, moving towards reactive, ultimately reactive. And then finally, this idea that we become more predictive. And to give you an idea where I think we really are, is a stat that says some 70% of all data breach de- detections and notifications are done not by the internal security team, but by a third party, typically a threat researcher or law enforcement or service providers. That really tells us that despite this huge spend in cybersecurity and devotion of a tremendous amount of careers, yours <laughs> included, you know, we seem to still be falling behind. And and I think there's some lessons there for service providers. The one is that, you know, we really need to stop working in silos and think about cybersecurity in a more holistic fashion that in- integrates the networking components as well as the computing. Yeah, absolutely. And now thinking about from the service provider's perspective, you know, let's switch to, you know, what are the threats that they're facing? Yeah. You know, from your experience, you know, what are some of those top cyber threats, you know, that they should be looking at um, you know, in today's environment, is yeah, there so, recent examples? Yeah, there, there, there are a number. One, uh, 
there's just a recent spike in, in uh, very concerted DDoS attacks and DDoS campaigns against service providers. And I, I think that's a reflection of the fact that we're now focused on user experiences, equaling business outcomes. And so service providers have this unique capability of controlling and determining quality of service, which equals quality of experience. So, so therefore, they are very, very sensitive and susceptible to DDoS attacks. And so the ability of a threat actor, whether it's for political or financial gain, that target and disrupt the ability of a service provider to deliver consistent quality of service is something that, that they're beginning to exploit. And then likewise, um, given the fact that the service providers typically maintain millions, of tens of millions, and hundreds of millions of individual customer relationships and customer data, they're also uh, being targeted for privacy and the ability to compromise identities. And so service providers right now are in that unique position where not only are they critical national infrastructure and they're trying to maintain the resilience of that infrastructure to deliver quality of service, but because they're a, such a huge target and they control and are the custodians of so much consumer information, they're also being targeted for attacks. And that gives, uh, gives them um, exposure to compliance requirements around not only GDPR, but you know California Privacy Rights Act, it's corollaries in Nevada and Virginia. And so you know, they're, 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 service providers live in the worst of both worlds. You know, they're, they're attacked because they're the service provider. They're attacked because they hold so many relationships. And so they have a pretty broad and expanding attack surface. Um, their biggest threats are the fact that they are critical national infrastructure and that so much of the Fortune 5000s corporate success and their business success and those outcomes are dependent upon the ability of their, of their networks. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, when we talk about service providers, like you, you just said, you know, they are very important in our infrastructure, you know, at, at, in our corporate world, at the national level. Yeah. And so, obviously, they're under a lot of attack. Their their attack surface, obviously, is expanding. But what really comes down to when you think about it is really having that discussion of managing the risk. Yeah. And when we talk about managing the risk, it's really having, you know, a key to that is cyber readiness. And so what advice would you have for leaders to improve their cyber readiness? Sure. So, you know, I'm, I get, have lots of conversations with folks about, you know, what what is meant by reasonable care. And, and I start off with reasonable care is that you should have a reasonable expectation that you can at least mitigate the no notes, right? It's, it's quite understandable that there are risks associated with the no and a no, it's at zero days, et cetera. But it's reasonable to presume that you should be able to mitigate things like vulnerabilities that were known for at least a year. So I think foundational to all uh, cyber readiness exercises are the first really to have an understanding of what your current state is, right? Because if you don't know what your network looks like, if you don't know what's on the network, if you don't understand what users are there, if you really don't understand what normal state is, how do you get the find to get to a, a steady state, let alone desired state? So. So absolutely, cyber readiness begins with a fundamental understanding of what your environment looks like today. And so efforts around platform consolidation, vendor consolidation, the idea of moving away from an average of Quotimon Institute would say 60 to 68 different products and a six to eight platforms that you can reasonably manage is where I begin with cyber readiness. And then the normal controls around the CSF and, this, and the SIS 20 and the ASNES 35 mitigation strategies so that you begin to do things like um, proper uh, proper um, asset management, proper configuration management, proper network segmentation, um, a, a a very rigorous approach around uh, security awareness training. Right. Those are things which I see are lacking because so often it's the case that we're technologists 
and we begin looking at the bright, shiny objects, and we miss the foundational elements that that are really the core to um, cyber revenue. Absolutely, it takes that people, processes, and the technology. <laughs> right, some things haven't changed in twenty five years. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, and so obviously, top of mind for everybody these days, especially in the, the threat world and the malware world, is the is the ransomware. And the variants. I mean, FortiGuard Labs has seen uh, a two times growth um, of the variants in in half a year, mm-hmm. and so that should be really top of mind for a lot of organizations because, again, it's it's so rampant and widespread. So, what steps should you know they be taking to proactively mitigate this potential risk? Yeah. So, so much of the basics, foundational and simple intermediate controls would mitigate the majority of of malware and ransomware threats, and so. When you look at ransomware and, and, the, and the alarm that's generated, why is that, right? I mean, r- ransomware and its perniciousness are symptomatic of things like inadequate endpoint protection, inadequate vulnerability management, and ad- inadequate uh, configuration management, um, and inadequate ability to fully have visibility on land, and data center, and cloud edge. And so, so ransomware is, is a threat that exploits vulnerabilities, exploits weaknesses in the way we approach security, right? What, what, what you just alluded to. And, and, and that's why, you know, I get concerned when, when I see that on, on any given year, WaterGuard Labs and the other reputable research teams, they'll discover zero days in the hundreds, right? Not really thousands, but what they will discover on any given day is like fifty thousand variations of known ransomware. And in many of the cases, then the most um, the most high profile ransomware cases aren't zero days. They're they're the exploits of known vulnerability. And so that's the real question I think we should ask in cybersecurity and really about ransomware. Why is it that we fall victim primarily, you know, to known variations to ransomware? And why is it? that we struggle around the basics of, of security awareness training, vulnerability management, configuration management, network segmentation, right? Um, and so I think that's why so many organizations are looking to service providers to be the backstop, to say, hey, let's rationalize your, your infrastructure, your investments, let's consolidate a number of vendors and products into platforms and begin to have that consistent visibility so that we can actually execute properly those simple intermediate controls, right? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame uh, that what we see is really still systemic issues that you and I have been facing for the better part of 20, 25 years now. Yep, sometimes it's the, it's the easy stuff. You think that's the low-hanging fruit, a lot of hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Jonathan, for joining today's session and, and providing us your, your insights. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Take 5. For more information about service providers, visit our website, www.fortnet.com forward slash communications dash service dash provider. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortnet, securing your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds.